Hi guys and welcome to the 612. I'm your host Sammy K and you're like what is going on? <laughs> this is my podcast. It's a show where I want to dive into it all and I want to talk about all sorts of different topics really like funny ones and just like questions that come up in everyday life. I really do want to just dive into it all. But before we get to the deep waters, I thought we should just do a little get to know you icebreaker. Honestly, bear with me. It's going to feel like the first day of school a little bit, but like you need context before you get into the good stuff. So without further ado, here we go. So I'm going to share with you six things that make me me, my one constant in life, and two things I could not live without. First thing that makes me me is my friends or the aspect that I'm a social butterfly. I am an October Libra and an Enneagram 7 wing 8, which is the enthusiast. You should take your Enneagram test to find out more about yourself. It's crazy how spot on they were with a lot of things but the seven wing eight is the enthusiast we like to have fun we like to go out plan you know we're always in the heat of the mix so I love being around people um with that being said like every human I obviously need alone time but for the most part I'm in the mix and I'm with my friends making plans to use often with people and my friends and excuse almost is social network go out and they'll be like no I can't Sammy I'm like oh my gosh but you're missing out on these social networking opportunities what if we meet somebody who's gonna hire you and you're gonna have your dream job for the rest of your life or better yet I mean I don't know if better yet but better yet in my opinion what if you meet your like future person what if you meet the one like the circle can never be big enough you probably can conclude that I suffer from FOMO. I genuinely hate missing out, but I'm the kind of person where, like, I have plans. I'll have these super fun, exciting plans, and then I could see something on social media or hear about it through the grapevine, something that looks equally as fun in my eyes, and be like, man, am I missing out? Should I just dip for like 20 (laughs) and for some of you are like sammy that is messed up but honestly more than half the time i'm the one hosting these events i'm the one hosting my friends whether it's a kickback or like just a little hangout or let's go to the movies i'm the one who like organized it so most of the time these hangouts are all at my house i can't ever really just leave i never get the chance to use the excuse like guys my mom just texted i have to leave like no that's never my case but with like the more intimate settings I can say for a fact that I have been like you know where the cups are I'll pick up I'll pick up food on my way back deuces which is like messed up but you know they love me they stick around friends that's why they're that's why they're here you know that's why they're still around the second thing that makes me me is that I love to write whether it be short stories poems spoken word journaling I have to let it all out through words and in writing so these next four things that make me me are like the meat and bones of who I am today so the third 
key component that has really shaped me and being the person I am today is from kindergarten to 10th grade, I went to public school. And then for 11th and 12th, I was at a private school over north. I went from having a grade of about 400 to graduating with less than 60 kids. And honestly, this transfer really impacted the person I am today, even in the setting of like, I was one in 400 and then I was one in less than 60. Like, I was not so much just a number in the system, but like I became Sammy K in private school. Minneapolis public schools helped me with my like, I'm going to do me and I'm going to be me without apology. And private school tested me to express that in a humble and professional way. So I learned to be like punctual in the things that I wanted to change and um, how to like reach people and not be like in their face, but still, you know, approach them with an open mind because that's a huge thing that I value and public school and private school really helped me with that is like I pride myself on being pretty open-minded I'll listen to the information laid out in in order to say that as an open-minded person you have to be able to go into those conversations in a way of like okay so these people like this person might not be as open-minded as you are and you're gonna have to find a way to get them there almost so that it's not you talking to this brick wall who's like this is where I stand on this topic so leave me alone you don't know anything you're going to hell nobody ever said that to me don't worry about my transfer was in public school I was really involved in sports and um, it was pushed strongly in my family everyone was an athlete and I was I was athletic. I just didn't have that athlete drive, per se, to be like, and I'm going to get a scholarship and this and that. And people are like, oh, so you just weren't good enough. It's like, there's some people where it's like, yes, God-given talent, and you are going to make it. And then there's other people where it's like, no, they literally just grinded for six hours a day to get to where they wanted to be. And I was not the person who was going to grind for six hours a day on sports, like, six hours a day on planning an event, I'm there, I'm yours. I'm looking at those details. I'm reading the budget, but sports, it wasn't for me to push and do that once I transferred to private school because now, you know, there was a new focus. We were paying money for my education and it was like, let's get these grades together. And, you know, I was like, mom and dad, I just don't think I need to be like, spending two hours five days a week after school at practice like I'd rather just have my time to do my work and then you know make it to as many games as I can so which eventually I um we made like a, a student section fan page and it was super fun my senior year before before freaking Rona but I'm not even gonna get into that um, another group, another key piece about my transfer was the fact that, yeah, it was hard. I was leaving my friends at public school and there, I didn't know anyone at private school besides my sisters who were working in administration. Um, and honestly though, like I said in my first one being, you know, my friends and being a social butterfly is so key to me. 
my transfer was the best social networking opportunity of my life. Like, yeah, I wasn't as close with a lot of my public school friends because a lot of friendships are built on relation, like how close you are and whether you're like, that's a lot of relationships in general. That's why long distance doesn't work. It's like, do how often am I seeing you? Are we talking? Blah, blah, blah. Like, that's why people, quote unquote, like each other. But it's like, no, you were just stuck together. <laughs> but like at private school, I made all these new friends. And these friends were like different from my public school friends. They had these drives and focuses on what they wanted to do with their life. I went to a private school and I swear there were not many kids who were like, I'm undecided. Like, I'm undecided. I don't know what I want to do like after high school or I, I don't know what I'm going to study in college. Like, I transferred my junior year, and kids are like, I'm going to be the president. I'm going to be a neurosurgeon. I'm going to be running finance firms. I'm like, oh, my gosh, yes. These are the people who, you know, have that drive. And, per- and I'm not saying you can't get that at public school. I knew kids like that, too. I just wasn't, you know, I was one in 400. It's hard to be meeting all those people when, you know, you're one in 400. It's like, oh, you mean I got to go through 399 other kids to find you? <laughs> But I look back now after graduating and I can definitely appreciate the transfer and I can definitely appreciate the school I graduated from. The fourth thing that makes me me is I'm first generation and my biological parents are Ugandan. I'm the only one of my on my line in the family tree born here in the USA, meaning all of my biological siblings who live here are immigrants and their children are first gen. I love my Ugandan culture and I take pride in being from the Pearl of Africa. (laughs) No, legit, when you land in the Entebbe airport, that's what it says on the wall. The fifth thing that um, makes me me, (laughs) which I debated sharing this next part because I was like, does it make you you? And I'm like, no, it, it does make me me. But I want to establish something before it gets asked later when I'm talking about these things like I wrote the book or something I do not have a boyfriend nor have I ever had a boyfriend and I know what a handful of my friends would say right now what about that one guy who no no there's no one guy there's none of it okay I myself have decided if you don't make it to two months then you simply canceled your free subscription nobody was truly interested in paying your dowry Nobody was truly concerned with taking you off the streets. They were like a foster home that just wasn't the right fit. And so I'm here, 19, in my last four months of being a teen and truly enjoying being me and doing me and not worrying about just one other person's opinion of me. And lastly, what makes me me is I'm the youngest. My closest sibling in age is seven years older than me, and then the rest are 11 plus years older than me, so I'm more like the baby of the family. Everyone had to take care of me for the most part, so as long as it wasn't too outlandish, I want it, I got it type vibes, you know? (laughs) I think it definitely played out in my favor that both my moms were the youngest, so they naturally were spoiled to some capacity growing up, and they had no problem sharing the love and spoiling me. I know it's not a huge thing, but legitimately people have different outlooks on life because of their birth order. So before we get into it and they're like, oh my gosh, she's so 
she's so XYZ. Like, I am so XYZ because I'm the youngest. <laughs> you're all probably like, not this bitch being like, oh, you. so now your excuses for things and how you act are, I'm a Libra and I'm the youngest. <laughs> yes, those are my reasonings. Deal with it. The one constant in my life has been the great city of Minneapolis, the sixth one to itself. It's where I was born and raised. It's where I learned to become a city girl. It's where I spent most of my life on the south side and then a summer over on the north side. Um, Between the great food, the scenery, the sculpture gardens, the basilica, the river, and the beautiful skyline that looks amazing from any direction, north, south, east, or west, the two things I can't live without are my two families. I have a biological family and my white family. In total, I have eight siblings, five biological, three non-biological, and I'm the youngest in both. I get the best of both worlds. As I've mentioned before, I was spoiled, I, but I was spoiled in a good way. I still like learned how to get along with everyone and find sort of my role as the youngest, and I think the best part now currently with my two families and having all these older siblings is the mere fact that I'm the youngest aunt so I'm just the cool aunt you know I play the games I let kids get away with stuff it's great and so guys that is my 612 from the 612 if you're still here listening and you were able to bear through that I promise as much as I love talking to myself there is a difference between that and talking by myself and coming from a big family in the city, I want to, you know, show that and demonstrate that. And I want to bring on other voices and get the conversations going to have people to laugh with and to cry with and to yell with. I hope we mostly just laugh, but I guess other emotions are good too. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. And I will be back next Friday. And lastly, I am the youngest. I am the youngest by 7 to 11 years, which is great Um, for some people. Birth order, they're like, why would it matter? But birth order honestly makes up a lot of your thinking and how you see the world and your perspective on life. So before anyone's like, what the? I am the youngest, so keep that in mind. I'm Sammy K and I am first since this is a 612 I thought you know what let's just make it personal this intro make it quick short sweet and I have decided to give you my 612 the six things that make me me my one constant in life and the two things in life I cannot live without.